my grandfather is, is in, a, in a cemetery with, and my grandmother is buried on top of him. I'm sure, he's uh, he likes that. Depends on how you look at it, because from from his point of view, he's probably like this. She's still on fuck. She's still on my neck, or he she's on top of me. Like I like it. I don't know. You Wait, know? no, he would be on top. No, he died first. Oh, and my grandmother died second. Oh, he, my grandmother. They're not gonna dig him up, bring him up, and then put her on the bottom. They're not gonna do Got that. It. <laughs> that would be very sexist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in this this cemetery, the man must be on top. This is the new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back. Welcome to Decoding 40. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine. You're listening to Decoding 40, and I'm your host this week. This is Alaric, and I'm hanging out with my main man. What's good? This is your boy L.O.A.K.A. I forgot my A.K.A., so... That's what kind of night it is right now. Great. What's up, Shiba? <laughs> do you do you want to look check your notes? Uh, do you need I didn't even write it down? I thought I was going to remember it. That's so crazy. You have to have a drink to like start up the engines or something like that. All right, let's get to start up the. Okay, come on, let's go. What's up, your boy Vin in the building? Hope everybody's good out there. Well. That was a weird <laughs> intro. It's a weird night. I mean, we're I starting know. off with an intro. That's, that's, per, that's pretty much how my intro sounds for the moment. I think this might be the second week in a row you did not have an AKA. Uh, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm growing. I'm shedding that part of the show. <laughs> All right. Well, there's nothing wrong with growth. You know how I feel like. Out with the old with the new bitch. <laughs> 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 I felt like Robin Quiver when I said that. <laughs> Maybe I'm growing. Maybe, maybe, maybe things are happening with me. Maybe you don't know, Howard. You're not with me 24-7. It's just your tits, Robin. <laughs> so what's been going on in your lives, fellas? L, what's happening, man? Well, gentlemen, I am officially a part of the Peloton cult. I'm sorry, I mean community. Cult of Peloton. Yes. It is it is quite um an ecosystem to to be joining uh but welcome I, back leon welcome back to peloton <laughs> this is an experience you better get on this fucking treadmill with your treadmill the bike i got the uh bike get on this bike you fat fuck come on and let's ride as <laughs> leon Harlem's in the building put down that fucking chopped cheese bitch and get on this bike baby let's ride motherfucker let's ride put down that sandwich motherfucker i know where you got that turkey and cheese from the Akis. put that shit down and ride bitch ride with peloton and Harlem, bitch that's what i'm talking about motherfucker up down left right down one four fifth all night get that chopped and cheese bitch Ride, ride. You could be an instructor, my friend. <laughs> He's got the job very well. But um, hey, that's pretty much it. It is it is a motivational fortress of, <laughs> of people who just say anything to keep you on that damn bike. Hmm. And um, but I enjoy it. I have started with the um, the beginning class and and the low impact classes. I work my way up to thirty minutes. All right. 
And uh, I'll be staying here at 30 minutes for a while. <laughs> Look who's back, Leon. Leon, 30 minutes. Come on, you're going to do 45 today. Come on, stop being a motherfucker. Stop put that chopped cheese down. Come on now. No, I've, I've, I've set a goal of 45 minutes for May. That's okay. a lot. I'm on, yeah. I'm on you know what I you know what I do like about Peloton? Like, I don't like the whole stationary bike thing. I, because I, I used to ride my bike around the city, and mm. and like I like being outside. So I don't, I don't really I, the idea of sitting on a stationary bike. Kind of, I, I don't, I don't think I like the idea. But the strength training classes that they have, I've, I've watched my wife in the living room. <laughs> watched my wife. Yeah, I've watched her. Watched I watched while I joined her. Spaghetti. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm observing. I'm He's auditing. Spaghettios. I'm auditing the class before I take it. Well, you know, you only get like three audits in class before you have to actually pay for the class. Well, no, I, I'll sit on the stairs and watch my wife do it in the living room. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> That's what I mean. Hold up. And, and, he'll, and he'll get his bike and put it on one of them fucking stands <laughs> so the wheel to move. <laughs> <laughs> what gear are you on now? Tell me what. <laughs> no, their oh the strength training classes seem like they're, they're really good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I haven't I tried one yet, but I've got credit for one because I went in the class or went in the app to check it out. And once you start it, mm-hmm. you pretty much get credit. So, which makes me wonder how many people are actually finishing these classes mm. that uh, are credited on their account. Because you can see everyone's workout mm-hmm. and the number of days that they worked out, the intensity the intensity in which they worked out. I'm not certain a lot of people are actually pedaling. I think they are just sitting on their bike. And listen, we all have Eat our own well, yeah, we all have our own wellness journey. You do what you got to do, but can you um, see other riders? You can physically see people, or is it just people no? You can't physically. Only that. person you, you can see is the instructor, the instructor, but you can see the the uh, avatars of okay. people who are riding either with you live or have taken that course. I think over a period of time. Hmm. Um, so, what's your name on there? The ghost L dot O dot. And if you are on a Peloton, you can find me on uh, HBCU Peloton. I think I joined. Uh, Pillow for whiskey. If not, I oh will. My God. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like that one. Come on, ride to the store, motherfucker. You that with you know that store's that store's closing in 10 minutes. You gotta yeah. ride hard, Peloton. <laughs> and uh HBCU Fisk University. I might have that switched okay. around, but if you put in HBCU, you'll find me. That's what's up. But yeah, it's it's fun. Um wife is on it. My oldest, I uh, gotta order him some sneakers, and we're gonna see if we can find some sneakers for my youngest son as well. Oh, he wants to ride, too. He wants to ride it, too. All right, cool. The other day I went out. uh, My youngest is really into soccer. And uh, so I went out with him on Saturday and we wound up. There was nobody on the basketball court. So we played soccer on the court and he wanted to run the entire court. When I tell you, I could not. You'd have to put up a substantial amount of money to get me to run a full court right now. <laughs> I mean, we're talking at least seven digits to get me to run a, a, a full court. You're saying seven digits because you want to be able to leave that to your family when you pretty much, can't make. <laughs> yeah. Because if I'm going to do that, you, yeah, you are going to die on the field. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm watching him and forty-five and running back and forth exactly. He's just running back and forth, and I'm just like slowly walking behind him on each, uh, like I'm letting him kick goal or kick into my goal with my imaginary goal, and I'm like, "Yo, this is out of control." So, 
I did have a burst of energy and I'm running to go get the ball. And apparently I'm not really uh, prepared to stop a ball while it's in motion. (laughs) Well, I think I've stopped the ball with the uh, ball of my foot. The ball apparently knows jujitsu and threw me on the other side of the ball (laughs) into the ground. And I I was laying on the ground for like five seconds telling myself, your pride still matters. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> and so, don't don't look your son directly in the eye for five right. minutes. <laughs> All I can hear him say is, Dad, are you okay? <laughs> like, oh my God. Old man down. Old man down. So I scraped up my knee. I bruised up my knee, but I'll be all right. Um and with, and hold up. And with all of that, L did not spill his drink. Never. Um, the, Never. <laughs> How do you? But do the crazy that? thing is, I also learned that soccer balls are magnets for Latinos. Sort of like how <laughs> basketballs so? are magnets for Black people. Like yeah. if you have a basketball and you start shooting, all of a sudden, three or four Black people want to just show up, like out of out of thin air. Mom, if I shoot you, exactly. <laughs> So we start kicking around. All of a sudden, this Mexican dude just shows up. I don't know where he came from. And the soccer elf. (laughs) The ball goes towards him. He starts kicking it around. And my son is looking at like, if he cursed, he would probably be like, all right, motherfucker, kick me my ball back now. You've done enough dribbling. (laughs) So, (laughs) So... he kicks the ball back and then he's look I guess he's looking for us to continue to play with him. So uh luckily my son fell or aka I pushed him on the ground. <laughs> aka also known, <laughs> as. also known as he had enough and um he wanted to go. So that because mm-hmm. uh, the dude was a little creepy and I was like that might play. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like um getting into him getting get, getting into it with him. About wanting to play. Well, so, how old was um, he? The guy? Yeah. Easily mid 30s. Okay. See, now. Four or five and clearly drunk. Listen. Or had been drinking. Oh, and clearly drunk. Yeah. Listen, I just got off my job when you guys with Corona beer and you were right. playing with this ball. I just want to play with your song in this Did Your song remind me of my son usually back in Mexico. And that time when the cartel came into my house. <laughs> <laughs> and they took my walk away from me. I just want to play with your son, please, sir. Please. I Yo, you are nuts. Pablito. <laughs> I Pablito, I remember you. No. <laughs> Papi loves you. Papi loves you. That's all he wanted to fucking do was play. Yeah, I know. But it just I don't know. It just was weird. So um so yeah, that was it. Uh we came back home. Uh he had had enough. I had had enough. Mm. And uh, hopefully we can find him a, a, a nice soccer camp to be a part of this summer. Mm-hmm. Either that or just go down there with uh, where the Mexicans are at. He can play. He'll have a camp. Just play to bring the ball. I, actually, um, there are a lot of uh, Latin and uh, African dudes that uh, play in Harlem at one of the parks. But he's he's just too young for them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he's got to get, get his chops up. Mm-hmm. Send them, send them to soccer camp in in Europe. Yeah, no. How about that? <laughs> send them to Germany. I come back to Germany. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Faja, 
<laughs> Hello, Faja. Hello, Faja. Where, where are my Heineken? You took my Heineken from me? We, we can drink there. What is the problem? Oh, speaking of which, I have one uh, minor correction from last week. Last week, I had mentioned that I may have eaten my wife's sushi. The verdict is what? that I did eat my wife's sushi. So there you have it. Uh, is, is this a euphemism? Sure. No, no, this is actual no. sushi. Oh, oh when I came back from... Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not I wasn't sure out. where this story was going. Yeah. So was it the McDonald's or was it the sushi that that? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the McDonald's. Cause it, I, I think mean, it was the I've, sushi. No, there's no way. Where'd she get the sushi? Actually, from the spot, the sushi is really good over on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah, for real, it, it was the McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tick tick boom. Uh. It was Whole Foods day old sushi. No, wasn't and she whole planted it, and she planted it there because she knew you were gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like her though. This motherfucker Yo. always comes home and eats my food. <laughs> she did that shit like in uh, was that fucking uh, one of the uh, god damn it, uh, Ocean's Eleven or whatever, where they put that bad piece of food in the dude's uh food. They put like a bad piece of sushi, or some sort of roll, and he eats it and it gets really really sick. Yes, 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 yes. So, so it was yeah. bad sushi. No, I think the sushi was really good. Um, mm. I think the filet of fish was really bad. Mm. Womp womp. Oh, by the way, I've, I was talking to a friend of mine who reminded me this little detail of the uh, weed that I bought at McDonald's. <laughs> it was in a blue package with Gary Payton's face uh, picture on it. Uh, so what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't that wasn't know. weed. You had blue magic, know. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, was called the glove. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was that K2 fentanyl yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going around. You took that eat. You just took that hit and your eyes would have went white like fucking storm and exactly. You exactly. Been gone. I would have uh not been on this episode, I'm pretty no, sure. I would have no. been on the last episode, as a matter of yeah. fact. So <laughs> so uh kids, uh PSA, don't buy drugs from people you don't know. And if In you the do, McDonald's. throw it away. In the McDonald's. So that's it. This is Leon. That's uh, the end of my check-in, and I'm done speaking. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's going on with you, Vin? Just coming back, went down to D.C. this weekend and had a great time with my boys. Went down there to my man Mike's crib and did the hillbilly thing, you know. Mm. Brought my guns down there because he got guns. Yo, it's, 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 it's like we had like a little bit of a militia down there because it's like I came with my shit. My man came with, with, his, with his guns and his son. Then another one of my boys I hadn't seen in like 20 some years, he came through with a brand new shotgun and we went out there. The first day we went out there and we went out there to shoot the hand, the handguns and the rifles. That was fun. You know what I mean? So I, I was able to get some, uh, some, some good, uh, some good time with the rifles and shit. The next day we came back, he had like a skeet throwing machine. Mm -hmm. So we were out there with our shotguns, skeet shooting on some okay. real, how would you say? I said, that's dope. Yeah, it was fun. As, it was it was fucking fun. One of my boys, man, yo, this nigga never picked up a shotgun in his life. Went like nine for ten skeet shooting. Like he just was hitting them one after the other. 
Wow. The other. This nigga, like, we, it's like we unlocked his John Wick skills. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was like, yo. And it and didn't matter which shotgun he picked. He picked up my shotgun. Blah, and I'm like, he was doing better with my shotgun than I was doing with it. Wow. You know I mean, so uh, that was a good time, man. Yo, I got to big my man up, yo. He every, Anytime I come down to see my boy in D.C., well, Maryland, I should say, I'm not D.C., uh, we always have a good time. He's always a very hospitable, you know. Um, I ate a lot of junk food because I was fucked up like the entire weekend. Yo, I got there at nine o'clock in the morning. By nine oh five, I was smoking, and he was giving me a tincture tea of uh, a weed tincture. It was like made with like this glycerin, uh, honey type glycerin. Mm-hmm. It was like a it just pure weed. Uh, THC just in this tea three spoonfuls of this shit right we hit we hit the spliff we gonna go to the, the gun store in Virginia on the way there this shit starts to hit me and when you ingest marijuana it's an entire body high so your whole body feels numb right we're listening to Tribe Called Quest nigga it felt like Tribe Called Quest was inside of the van with us <laughs> <laughs> and they were doing all of their parts Right, Fife was there. <laughs> Yo, that shit had me open. I was fucked up, man. But we had a great time. Played some dominoes for some money. Won a little bit of money. Had a good time, man. I, I, you I play dominoes. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. Um. Well, see, that's the thing. Like down south, they play off the spinner, so it's like four mm-hmm. arms as opposed to two arms. Like, well, just straight up, up and down, like they play in the Caribbean or DR or whatever. So I learned I learned how to play the the like, well I guess the Cali way a couple of years ago my boy taught me how to play that shit so and it's just counting dominoes the same concept so it's I went down there sense to me what's that off the spinners yeah that's well you you but you're getting points so you, you you're going in increments well we were playing you know ten points so you nothing less than ten points so you're basically going off the spinners and you're adding up points. And then whoever wins gets the leftovers and you add those points. Wait a minute, up. you you guys are adding yeah. the points from the spinner. Even when you're off the spinner, no, 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 no. Oh. When you, no, no. I'm just saying whatever, whatever is matching on the ends. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. That, that that's I, that, I, again. That makes no sense to me. Why? I, wait. Why are you I, saying that doesn't make any sense? Because I don't get it. I don't. I don't know what what you're adding up. The ends. The ends. The ends. <laughs> At the end of the game, or when you play, or no, the ends of the dominoes. So right. whatever. Whatever number is on the outer part of the domino, you add those two sides together. After you play all the dominoes? No, after each play. If the first domino to uh, uh, be played is the big six, right? Yeah. That's 12 points, right? Oh, okay. So if someone plays the six three after that, you're adding the three plus the 12, which is 15. The thing, what I don't get is the strategy. I don't. If you just got a shit hand, you can never really control the board. You can never, you can, if you want high. You, I now that's, it. see, that's, well, the, it see, that's strategy because you can force players into certain yes. moves. Depends on how many players are playing. Actually, And the but. thing is when, when you have the lower numbers, then what you can do is if you have enough of them or like you have a loaded deck with, with the lower numbers, you can lock them out and then cause them to, now you lose all your dominoes, but now they're still holding all the money. They're still holding the big sixes and the and the fives or whatever, especially if you lock out the board. Now you're hold on, wait a minute. You don't make dominoes? 
Huh? I do play dominoes. Oh, okay. I'm like, but you're Caribbean, Jamaican but and you the, don't play dominoes. No, no, I play Car- the Caribbean way. We don't play the spinners. There's no points. Is just slapping the board mm-hmm. with your dominoes. Is hard. And you're just trying to lock players out. Yes. Essentially, yes. You're trying to get rid of your cards as, as, as fast right. as possible. Right, 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 right. You can, you can do points in uh, the Dominican way because I know my man's, the way they play it was, was 175, 50, and 25. So the first round is 100 points okay. plus whatever the, what's left over. But anyway. Right. It's, we uh, so, yeah, we, 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 we got to play some dominoes one day, uh, Al. So you play it the California way. True. Okay, so we we you know you you can come get this beaten if you want. You know what I'm saying? Craziness you talk. Whatever you're saying. All right, dominoes in space. You ready for Pia Dominoes? Real <laughs> Dominoes. <laughs> let me know. Let me let me know when you're ready for play. Yeah, I could play that way too. We could yeah, either right. way, either way. But yeah, man. So it was a good weekend. Came back home yesterday that you know the drive is about four hours and uh when i went down when i went down there they took me through the chesapeake bay bridge and i don't mm-hmm. remember ever going over that bridge and if i've done it it's probably been over 20 years mm-hmm. but it's a nice scenic little route through delaware through the like through the back way without going through 95 and uh came back home and was glad to be home you know what i mean because i don't know i i get i, I get to the point where okay, I've I've seen enough of a motherfucker, and I'm ready to go home. <laughs> is is that the hermit gene? That's uh, yeah, that's the hermit gene. In you? Yeah, that's the hermit gene. It's like ah, I've had enough. You know what I'm saying? And I was ready to come home. I came home, and then I got up today, and I just was editing all day this this book. So I'm I've done recording. I'm just editing now, editing now, which is you know very very not fun. But anyway. Other than that, I had a great weekend, man. I, I'm, you know, um, feel a little refreshed, you know, even That's though cool. I was in a fucking coma half the weekend, you know. And then it's like these dudes, like, when it's it's great to see that everybody's doing well, right? Everybody's doing well, everybody's making money. But when motherfuckers start making good money and their thing is weed, niggas, niggas, niggas had weed like they had sneakers this weekend. <laughs> you know how yo, I got the new Jordans in 93. You know what I'm saying? Like, Castle's pulling out exotic. Yo, this is the great passion. Yo, this is the this is Jesus's eyeballs. Um, This is the devil's ass. They, they, they had all, all types mm. of... But I bet they didn't have that Gary Payton. <laughs> and, I, and I've smoked Gary Payton before. <laughs> Gary Payton is very good. It's very strong. So I don't know if that was really Gary Payton you threw away some good weed, but I doubt it. It was fentanyl, like Rick said. <laughs> <laughs> it was fentanyl and oregano. Yeah. <laughs> because after you smoke it, you're going to wish you saw Gary Payne. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, man. So it was a good weekend, man. That's basically it, man. That was my, that's my check-in. That's my check-in. That's, up, that's cool. Decoding 40. So what's been going on with me? If you if you haven't noticed in the camera, I'm very fresh faced right now. And that's not just because I want to look younger, which I think I do. But I just developed this weird bald spot in my beard. And I don't know when it happened. Like I just looked in the mirror one day and I was like, why is that patch missing? Mm. And I thought, all right, I'll just, you know, trim down the rest and then, you know, it'll sort of blend in. And it never really blended in. And it's just a little patch that just stopped growing. And I don't know what's... I got that Jake Pinkett. 
got that Jada Pinkett. Yeah, that Pinkett piece of. Yeah, that's so. Then I, I did, I did the Jada Pinkett, and I just shaved it all off. Word. So now I'm, I'm hairless, and even though I don't have a beard or a mustache, you can still trust me. Uh, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm still trustworthy. <laughs> Looking like the motherfucker worked at the old photo map back in the day. <laughs> Would you like those in doubles or triplicates, sir? <laughs> oh. Because most motherfuckers with no beard or mustache, like with Tim Scott, he, what the fuck? Oh, gums. Senator Gums. He, if he just grew a beard or mustache, you would I think you would see less gums. Like reduce <laughs> not sure about the that. size of your teeth and gums. Because I think the teeth and the gums are equal size. That's the problem. Mm. Like you're not seeing more gums and teeth. You're seeing equal gums. You would have and to teeth. have a a full on beard like uh I gotta put a picture of this dude up because I don't know who you're talking about. Tim Scott from South Carolina. Gums. I probably the do. black senator. He looked like mushroom. Oh, okay. Oh, that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He, yeah. Honest and truly looks like mushroom. He really does. He looks like yeah. mushroom. He would have the hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mush- yeah. Was it mushroom? It was one of them motherfuckers. I yeah, know it's exactly. like Mushroom goes to Washington. Or Russell or something like that. One of the characters that was no, there. Russell was the little guy. Because right. Mushmouth had the fucking scully over his face. It's, it was it's is he the Bucky or Mushmouth? Oh, Bucky! It's Bucky. It's You're Bucky. right. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he could be either one. To be honest, it doesn't matter. He's yeah. he's one of the gang. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly one of the gang. <laughs> he is definitely now a fat. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Here comes Senator Scott. I want to get the down to you. Vote against the first black woman on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, if he got a hardened beard, like I think you would see less teeth. Mm-hmm. He needs like a an entire. Rick Ross. I'm glad he you said that. That's what I was trying to think of. He needs a hardened yeah. beard. Yeah, he needs a unit. Yeah, that's what he needs. Send him down to Atlanta. <laughs> so that's what's going on with my face. So what I mean, are you like going to get hymns or any of the uh, medical? Uh, 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 no, I, I think this may be become this may become my new look. I'm gonna have to change the avatar, my emoji avatar. To what? Because I, to fresh face because it's weird to have this spot in your because like I could like make a design out of it, but then everybody's gonna think like I'm Dominican. So paint it black. <laughs> just, <laughs> just color it in with just fill yeah. it in with, with uh sharpie. Just make it a mole. A huge mole. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be a, a conversation too. starter. Yeah, I think I'll just shave it for what now. An amazing mole you have. Oh, that. I I, I thought about that because <laughs> like growing up, there was a, a girl that I grew up with who who had alopecia, who has alopecia, mm-hmm. and like she had a very traumatic experience. You remember? Uh, yeah, Action Jackson lived down the block. Yeah. Um, Action Jackie, I think she goes by. Um, and uh, yeah, all her hair fell out. But I'll let you go on. When well, all her hair fell out when like when we were in like middle school, which is, is like that the what they called the action Jackie. No, 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 no. That's like no. well, now she's got now she's got an organization that helps people with alopecia, and she has a wig company. I I just brought it up because yeah. uh, I hope I'm not getting alopecia. That's it. Well, you you have a resource if you do. Yeah, or if you are. I, but I don't know if she has beard wigs. But I know where to get one. What if? But what if your eyebrow hairs fall out? Weave that too, bro. You could get that tattooed in. 
That's true. Yo, just please. I get that tattoo. Yo, please. Please take us with you. Please take us with you so we we can like, nah, nigga. Those are two things. Yo, those are two things. What if you get like? What if you look like that ones and your shit look like this all the time? Surprise! (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Rick looks surprised all the time. (laughs) Like I'm happy to see you. Oh, I might Yo, come and check in next high. week and look like short <laughs> <laughs> or oh, boozer. Fucking high eyebrow, have a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Scare my kids, man. <laughs> Dog, dogs growling at you. <laughs> I got kids in here, man. Don't come in here like that. Scary ass eyebrows. <laughs> Disrespect. Like yo, Alaric, uh, no disrespect. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, bro. <laughs> this is a serious situation. We're having a serious conversation, and everybody sees your eyebrows like that. I can't what? take you serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So I I the other thing I wanted to talk about is um my trash theory. So uh-oh. my wife has been out of town for the last week or so. Mm-hmm. She just came back. And I've said this on a podcast before, mm-hmm. but I was taking special note this week. He pulled out a chart. Hit a flow chart. We have at least two thirds less trash going outside. Because I, I take out the I take out the garbage. We have at least two thirds less garbage going out between last week and today than when my I don't know where is she getting this trash. She is manufacturing trash. I think she is going out, getting things, and putting it in our garbage. She's a part of the cartel. Hold up. What kind of Super Mario Brothers game plot are you talking about right now? (laughs) She's the evil trash princess. I swear to you. Taking trash in the basement. I swear to you. That's how she's moving the bricks. Uh, Is that how? (laughs) That's how she's moving the bricks. Gotcha. Gotcha. I I, I swear to you, there's... I think she just like takes a paper towel, jabs the lips, and throws it in the garbage, like <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Like I think she is taking paper towels and just unrolling the shit into the garbage can. How is she creating this much trash? I don't when, know. When there's but I'm spell, getting down to the bottom of it. When there's a spill, she just takes the wrapper off the top of the the roll and just wipes the roll, <laughs> the whole roll, the entire roll, and the spill <laughs> just throws it away. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to think, but the investigation starts now. Mm. Mm. I'm on the case. Everybody has everybody has their own footprint, though. Yeah, you know, everybody has their own. Apparently, her footprint is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's it for me. Really, there's nothing else really going on this week. Um, Wait, I do have one question. She's obviously going to hear this show. Is she aware that you have begun this investigation? No. Okay. So you have at least a couple of days to get to the bottom of this. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because now I have, uh, what do you call it? Um, The ring inside the house? No, 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 no. (laughs) That wouldn't be a good idea. (laughs) Fucking trash cam. Trash cam. Every time it opens up. Trash cam. But but now I can I can because I I have a measure I can I can measure from here on mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. this podcast comes out and she's like ah, I've been caught so from here till Friday when we release the next episode I'm going to be doing a lot of sleuthing we're, we're looking forward to the report all right 
I will file my report in the next episode. You're going to fuck around. In the next episode of the Code 40. He gonna fuck around and find some shit in the class. It's gonna be some trash elves or some shit. Some <laughs> mystical, magical fucking world that lives in his house. <laughs> and then next week we'll be like, oh, we're moving. <laughs> we need trash to live. <laughs> Feed us. Dakota 40. Like I said, my wife was away for the week and uh, she went down to Barbados and her and her sister went down there to commemorate the death of my father-in-law, which happened on April 9th, uh, 2021. Um, And we're coming up on the first year anniversary of that. And uh, they went down there to commemorate uh, his passing. And over the weekend, my sister and I met and we were trying to help my father get his affairs in order um because you know we this is it's inevitable that uh we have to deal with these these things um and it it's a it's a hard conversation it's a hard conversation in in asking how do you want us to remember you how do you want us to handle this and where is everything because, you know, my father a few years ago told me he had a will, but I have no idea where it is. <laughs> so that doesn't help us at all. So it's like getting these these things lined up. And at the same time, like Vin has, has, has lost his mom a few years ago. And um, there's, a, there's a lot of procedures that you have to go through, a lot of paperwork you got to file. So I just want to, you know, dive into that and and, uh, and and talk about that a little bit because we're at that age where we're dealing with the mortality of our parents, you know, and it's a, a thing that you can't avoid. Mm. So, indeed. Well, I mean, the first thing that needs to happen if you're dealing with a parent who is up in age or maybe diagnosed or anything like that is, you know, if they're, if they're dealing with something that's going to happen relatively quickly, then, you know, you can do something as simple as just writing something out on a paper, getting it, you know, certified, I mean, uh, notarized, having something, some sort of official document, of course, you know, going to a lawyer and getting it done the proper way, but have something in writing. It has to be something Hmm. because when you don't have anything in writing or it's murky or he says, she says it starts to happen and it just, it becomes a mess. I mean, I know I had to deal with some issues when my mother passed and, you know, me and my uncle are better now, but we went through a, we went through a little fucking tiff about the house and what was in what's name and who's had it, who had it in what's name and what was this will. If there was a will, my mother, of course, didn't have a will. And just not even dealing with that aspect of it, just dealing with a person's final because, you, you know, even when you die, you pay taxes. That's mm-hmm. a lie. You pay taxes after you're dead. You have to file taxes. You have to make sure the person's bills are paid. You have to go through all of that stuff. Um, if there is no will, then you become the executor. You have to go out and then you got to go to the court system and you've got to get all these documentation and all this other shit. And you're supposed to do that after you just lost a loved one. It's really not a, not a, 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 you're not in a good place to handle shit like that. Right. So, you know, you're you're you know, you're very you're very open to being being taken advantage of, especially mm-hmm. by 
a lawyer or, or someone, you know, who is there to supposedly help you. Um, so it's very important to have that will uh, or some sort of documentation, you know, with with instructions mm-hmm. that says this is what I want. This is what I need you to do. And I mean, that's a will essentially. But, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, people get caught up in the whole I got to go to the lawyer. It don't have to be that hard. It really doesn't. It has to be something that's notarized that says that this this is what I how I feel and this is what I want. And that's that beats nothing. Right. When you don't have anything, now you got to go through the court system. And the court system, honestly, is there to fucking take your money because every fucking document and shit and, and motion you got to file costs money. Just costs fucking money, man. It's ridiculous. So um, I, I had a, I had a friend um, who I went to college with, and her mother had a long, long battle with cancer. And towards the end, um, her mother was almost completely incapacitated. And she had access to her mother's bank accounts, but not not as not as her, but she was using her mother's money to pay her mother's mortgage mm-hmm. and whatever other bills she had. Mm-hmm. After her mother passed, they came out they came after her for fraud. And they actually brought her up on charges for fraud. But she wasn't like taking the money for herself yeah. and putting it in her pocket. Yeah. She was just paying her mother's bills with her mother's money. Yeah. But they said that that was fraud. Yeah. And she gave me, that was, that was her advice to me is make sure that you get um, a power of attorney. Um, yeah. When they're at that, at that stage, when, when they're getting to the stage of not being able to do for themselves to right. make sure you get that power of attorney so you can help them. Yeah, that that's that, and and you can actually get that done, even if you, there's no will that puts you in that makes you the uh, person, the executive of the will. You can get that power relatively easy, especially if it's under a certain amount of money. Because in the New York in New York State, it's like if it's under fifteen thousand dollars, you can get that relatively quick. And sometimes that's that's basically enough to get to at least bury a person and, and take mm-hmm. care of any other expenses mm-hmm. that might yeah. be looming. But this was, so, this was uh, even before her mom passed. Yeah. 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 Like before she passed, like mm-hmm. she was brought up on charges before her mom passed. Well, she was brought up. They brought the charges after, after she passed, okay. but mm-hmm. what she did was before she passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a silly ass case because like, again, she was spending the money to pay the bills. It's not like, yeah. she, and she had, she can, you can, so you can see where the money was going. Yeah, right. but the thing is, if you're not on an account, it is actually technically fraud, mm-hmm. because that's what uh, when my grandmother was really ill in the hospice stage, or right before the hospice stage, um, I told my aunt that she had to get on her bank account as a uh, signator mm-hmm. um, in order for her to continue to pay bills and take care of um, the financial obligations, and that was really like the first step of me starting to acknowledge in real time that, you know, there are certain things that have to be taken care of when your loved ones are in this stage of their life. And with that, it still took me, I don't know, maybe five years now, maybe four, I guess, to even start to talk to my mother about, all right, what what are your wishes? What information, what policies are in place that we need to make sure that I have access and information for? We still have to talk about wills. Um, we just went through this whole process of getting her whole life insurance to supplement any other the other insurance that she has. 
And then we were talking about her burial wishes. And um, so there's, there's a whole lot of things that have to be talked about just in terms of, you know, where they want to be buried or what, what um, details as far as uh, the, the plot and the, the casket and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she actually reminded me that, you know, my wife and I really haven't had that conversation. So that's something that we now have to discuss. Like I have, insurance policies in place in the events that something happens to me or something happens to her. But we really have not set out a plan to um, establish what the other one is supposed to do, because you're right, like in in the throes of it, it's very difficult to center yourself when you're emotionally under uh, so much stress and being distraught and trying to, you know, manage and navigate through systems and process it's serious. And I, I wish the common story is that our community doesn't necessarily take this serious because we haven't really thought about how we can use certain instruments to help either reduce the stress, the financial stress of taking care of funerals or managing those bills and, and those taxes that come after uh, someone dies. But I think slowly that's becoming really, that's becoming more and more I should say less and less of a taboo subject for us to talk about mm-hmm. in our families and, and and across our different generations, because particularly my mother's generation or our parents' generation, they really did not talk about this. Like no. it was just like, no, all right, I'm dead, figure it out. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough situation what? to put a child in. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the same in in your family, but I know that in Caribbean families, everything is very hush hush. Mm. Like they don't want to tell you what they have. You'll find out what I have when I'm dead. <laughs> right, right. That's it. That that is the philosophy. Like in life, you cannot know all that is there. When I am dead, then you will get. I don't know if if there was a point in the Caribbean history where people were <laughs> offering their parents to get their inheritance early, or if that's what if that's what the colonizers would tell them was was going to happen. Right. But it, it it's it's always very secretive, and I got I know a little bit about my my father's business only because I've had to help him move some things around and. Well, dealing with my brother who's who's got uh down syndrome and and my father takes care of him so i've i've been involved in quite a bit of his stuff but i don't know everything i don't know where everything is i don't know where the deeds for his property is i don't know where uh you know all these little all these th- little things that you don't ever i, I don't ever have to think about Right. It's not I don't even think that it's a secret. I just think that they just don't talk about it. You know, I don't think that he's holding it like he won't tell me if I ask. But if I don't ask, he's not going to tell me. Right. Yeah. And I think that's something I hope our generation starts to change because hmm. uh, I definitely want to talk to my sons. And, you know, I'm, I'm learning more about insurance and how whole life insurance can be used as an investment tool. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it, there's a lot that I wish I had learned, you know, 20 years ago that I could have employed and, and probably taken advantage of at this point. But you live, you learn. And, you know, when, you, when you're exposed to new information, you try to take advantage of that as much as possible. So I think that's what, the beauty of this conversation, particularly on these mics, 
that whoever's listening, if you have not started to have the have these conversations with your significant others, with your loved ones, then I think now might be the time to start to broach that conversation. Most definitely. You know, it's not an easy conversation. It's not a, it. It was hard for me to have that conversation with my mother at the end. And and even at that point, we thought we were going to have more time. Like, mm. you know, you, you never know how quickly someone's going to deteriorate. I don't care what the doctor tells you. You know, it, it it's 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 a it's a crapshoot when it comes to uh, things like cancer, because you just don't know. You don't know how quickly it's going to get to their brain and, and, and take them away from you because mm-hmm. they, they're, they're gone way before they're gone. You know what I mean? So yeah. you know, if you're in a situation where, okay, nothing's done and you go to the doctor and they say, listen, you know, we found this, this is the situation. You're one of your first calls after that, that conversation needs to be with a lawyer if you or, or call with your loved ones and have a talk and say, this is what's, this is what's going to happen. This is what my intentions are. Mm-hmm. and this is what's going to be on pieces. This is, this is the will, what's the will going to be like, and this is the person who's going to handle everything. Mm-hmm. That's You, you got to do it that way. You can't wait. You can't wait for the first chemo and see how it goes because, honestly, the chemo and all that other shit kills, kills the person sometimes quicker. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it does. It, 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 that, that is, it's, cancer's a nasty thing. You know, it's yeah. a nasty thing. And, that's a, and I was just going to say that's a great point. And I was reminded that at one point my grandmother was trying to give me the information, but I was not ready to receive it because I knew what that meant right. in terms of starting to engage that part of the conversation. Right. Right. And so, again, you get a little bit older, you get a little bit wiser. So these are sort of, sort of the conversations I hope to have with my boys. So mm-hmm. takes either the mystique or the um, macabre, 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 <laughs> the macabre nature of the conversation. Um, because like you said in the beginning, we all have to face this at some point. Mm. It's, it's I think just, the conversation is going to be easier to have when everyone is healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. When uh, and, and and that's why I wanted to bring this up now, because um, uh, my sister and I are, are trying to have that conversation with my father when we're not having to deal with um, in, in, health issues like mm-hmm. like like health health issues hanging over the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. He did get di- diagnosed with COPD, but he's been dealing with it. It's not like anything that's that's threatening his life currently. But we're like. Mm-hmm thinking about we don't know anything we don't know enough about where everything is and there's too much at stake you can't work this long and this hard and have things fall through the cracks like it's right. not then then what is what was all this for you know right I mean? well if if he's if he's um if he's running these businesses and things of that nature he's probably already done a lot of this stuff but like you said there needs to be a, a safety deposit box. It has to be somewhere that hit like, give me the key or wh- let me know where the key is, where everything is at. Like you have to have at least that conversation. Like, right. okay, I know. Cause I'm thinking he probably has, has already done that just because he's running a business. And I'm pretty sure in all those years, he's gotten either some sort of solicitation or something like that, where he says, okay, let me do it. But like you said, 
you're not going to know until I'm gone anyway. So there, right. I'm not right. telling you anything. But, but yes, yeah, but at least let you know where this shit is at. Right. It's like my, my sister didn't know that he had he still had a bank account in Jamaica until last year. I know just because I had been dealing with some of the stuff that he's been doing. But I just assume I, I just assume he's shared this information with her. Mm. But, you know, imagine if something happened to him, something happened to me. And that, that shit falls through the cracks. The deed for whatever property he has there falls through the cracks. <laughs> There'd be a motherfucker Jamaican walking in the bank like Kaiser Soze and shit the next day. <laughs> like Andy, like no, like Andrew Frayne and shit the next day. <laughs> Somebody, he's, he's, he, I don't know what your father's first name. That he's uh, your father's first name, Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> your father's first name, Campbell. First name, Campbell. <laughs> and fucking coming in, taking all the fucking land and the money out of the account. <laughs> shit, shady businesses go down in those fucking. Countries like go to the island, same thing in Puerto Rico, man. Motherfucker walking with your name and ID. You're Juan Pablo C. I, I would just like to recommend um, something that my sister shared with me, and it, it's a it's a document called "What My Family Should Know: mm. A Guide for Getting Your Affairs in Order," and it's basically a form that you fill out. But this form is so thorough. It's something we should all fill out just so because we, we think we're too young for sure. No, we think we're too young. We think that we have got all the time in the world, but tomorrow is not promised. And some of the information you need your folks to know. Is that so, a link? Um, I would I would say Google Google that what your what my family should know. And there's a document that will come up. I can't remember the website she got it from, but if you Google that, we'll put it in the uh, show notes. You can find the document, but it's it's very thorough. It's very thorough. Yeah, that that's that's something like because I I you know right now my shit's a little bit messy, but I, I have to you know make some phone calls with that too. Yeah, to make to find out where because I did have life insurance, I did have an, all that stuff outside of the job, but. You know, not working, haven't been able to pay that. That's not a priority right now. Better stay alive, bro. <laughs> After you're gone, you're gone. <laughs> but we had that conversation. Me and my wife had that conversation the other day. She was That's like, she's like, you know, well, um, I don't know anything. I don't know passcodes and stuff like that. Well, you know, I have to I have to make up a document, like you said. I didn't I didn't know that existed. Like that's a good idea. That that document that your sister was telling you about. I need to go on there, do it, and make a copy of it, put it in an envelope, take that envelope, put it inside of a steel drum, take that steel <laughs> drum, throw it off a boat. <laughs> and that's when you put the password to your laptop. No, 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 no. But no, seriously, I, I think I got to do that. You know, I, I'm going to yeah. look into that myself. All right. I mean, I, that's a very, very heavy topic. And, um, you know, I, I think we, we need to move to something a little bit lighter. So... What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. Ex-hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. I just recently came across an article about a guy who is a Drake lookalike. Drake? 
He goes by the name on Instagram of Izzy Drake. <laughs> Izzy? Well, Izzy? 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 Izzy Drake? Izzy? Izzy you is, or is you is, my baby. <laughs> and uh, he went on the No Jumper podcast and was talking about his life as a Drake, as a Drake lookalike. Mm. And uh, he's from Canada as well. Wow. But he's living in Miami as a Drake lookalike. What do you think his life is like? Would you be a Drake well, well listen. Let's just say let's just say there was a celebrity that you could be the doppelganger for. Would could you move to Miami and live your life as a celebrity lookalike? He's looking like Drake cuz this is what Drake looks like right now. He he might deteriorate or Drake might deteriorate. And then he don't look like that motherfucker no more. He looked like fat Drake. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this is not a long time long term gig for him. But if you can make some quick money, you make yeah. so it, you, you According to him, he was getting $5,000 for a club walkthrough to be a Drake lookalike. Even if he's even if he's lying, he's getting $2,500. That's still $2,500 just to come in right. there to act like you Drake nigga. Pay, yeah. Sign me up. Where do I sign up? Yeah, if you yeah, at first five hundred dollars, I'll, yeah. I'll walk yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, one one walkthrough, and he does that twice a night. Drake's yeah, initially everywhere. I was kind of like, nah, everywhere. this is whack. But then I thought about all of the Michael Jackson impersonators, yeah, all of yeah. um any other uh, Elvis impersonators. Yeah. 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 What was that show They're that getting used to paid. come on? What was that show that used to come on in the nineties and early two thousands? Not Sally Jessica Jesse Raphael. It was what the Jenny Jones show, and mm. she used to have the fucking impersonators, like the right, Diddy impersonators right, right, right. and all that. Yeah, so that's that Did ain't you say nothing. Diddy? Yes, they, they had motherfuckers on it who who was trying to look like they was Diddy when Diddy first came out. Niggas, wow. niggas had on the glasses. They had the they had the mouth open like he, they was Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling Diddy a mouth breather? <laughs> Yo, it, it, you know he, he he used to have like the way that motherfuckers used to take pictures, and motherfuckers was on the sh- on the show doing the face and everything. Yeah, mm. yeah. This is not I, I anything say, new though. No, but I, I gotta say, if you're in Miami, I'm trying to imagine what it's like being Drake. Yo, Drake in Miami, living in Miami. Because, wait, let me be clear. Are you saying you have a problem with the way? No, the I don't have a problem. I don't have is problem. earning his money. Okay, I don't have. A, I do not have. I, a I could do the, this I is an acceptable form of income for him in your eyes. Yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, I, I, there's a, there's a celebrity lookalike, you know, making money everywhere. Right. In, you know, why not, Drake? Right. What I'm trying to imagine is is all of the. I, you look like Drake pussy. He's getting in Miami. That's, that's what, what I'm really saying. Thinking. I, I just want to get. I was like, trying to dance around it, but I'm like, right, <laughs> I, was, I, was right thinking, I was thinking the same are you, thing. Like, so are you trying to calculate that? Or so, all right, so I'm like trying to calculate that. He's getting. Look, <laughs> listen. Drake's leftovers are still dimes. Yeah, and he's getting pussy just because chicks. Because chicks are superficial, just like men are superficial. Yeah, I don't know. This nigga looked like Drake. I don't know. Fuck. He 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 got money like Drake. Nigga always got money on him. Right. He got a table. He is he Drake? Models. Yeah, I'm dating. Is he Drake? Yeah. Look, yeah. I haven't been to a, a club in Miami in years, like a, a long, long time. But I do remember what those clubs look like. I do remember 
It's probably 10 times worse. It's probably, the, sh the skirts are shorter. What skirts? What skirts? <laughs> They're tighter. It's now just bikini bottoms, my friend. <laughs> bottoms. I, I'm bottoms, bottoms. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bottoms I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at this guy. I'm not mad at him. He, he, he found money. money. And he's 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 working it. He's yeah. It. Why not? And and apparently Drake has no issue with this at all. Now wait, now clarify something for me. Is this the same guy that was getting $35 in a six-pack of Modelo? I don't know if that's a I I tried to find that story and I could not find that story. It, it's, so a it's a meme. Okay. All right. Yeah. So because that's what actually started me on the search looking Got for it. this guy. All right. Is that meme? Because the meme looked fake, but the guy did kind of look like Drake. Mm -hmm. So I was just mm -hmm. wanted to know if there was a, a Drake run a guy running around uh pretending to to be Drake and was wanted by the police. And I don't think that <laughs> is actually the case. I Apparently. Know. That's what they Put were saying. Put your hands up, fake Drake. <laughs> fake Drake. I, I, I love the beauty of the internet where someone came up with, <laughs> he was doing shows for $35 and a six-pack of Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, disrespectful. Look, apparently, Drake has hit rock bottom. Right. <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Not even in Dos Equis. He could have been the most interesting rapper in the world. Fake Drake. Fake Drake. So, Leon, you have a letter for us <laughs> this week. I, I, I do. I do. Welcome back to another segment of What's the Scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Yo. I'm going to, um, it's not even a letter, actually. I was going to read a letter, but I came across this article, and I just want to start off by reading the headline of this, and then I'll go into further details. Are you guys familiar with Albert Pujols, the baseball player? Yes. No. Multi, okay, well, multi-millionaire. Yes. One of the highest paid. Absolutely. Now he plays for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. 200-something million, I think. I hate baseball. So, Albert Pujols files to divorce wife of 22 years, days after she had brain surgery. Oh, <laughs> this guy is savage. Oh, no. You all right? You all right? All right, I'm out. Oh, my God. That's savage. This is tough. He said days? Days. days. Major League Baseball star Albert Pujols and his wife, Deidre, will be getting a divorce after being married for over two decades. She was the creator of Strikeout Slavery, which was um, an organization against uh, children and adults being forced into labor and se sex trafficking. Let's get to the juicy parts. Why don't we? She announced that she was undergoing brain surgery last week for a tumor uh, that was discovered last fall. The surgery was on the same day that Pujols made his spring training debut with the Cardinals. And the first baseman told ESPN that after he finished Wednesday's game that he would not be there if the situation became life-threatening for his wife. Hmm. Okay. However, his agent released the below uh, the statement uh, on behalf of Mr. Pujols and said, I've been asked a lot of questions over the past few days regarding what's going on at home. And sadly, after 22 years of marriage, I have made the decision to file for divorce from my wife. Wow. <laughs> I realize that this is not the most You're a scumbag. time. 
listen to this. This is not the most opportune time with opening day approaching. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, baseball is at stake. <laughs> and other family events that have recently taken place. Wow. These situations are never easy, and it's something that just happened overnight. Oh, it isn't something Literally. that just happened. I was like, yo, he's he's ruthless. Let me get this right. And isn't something that just happened overnight. As a devout Christian, this is an outcome that I never wanted to see happen. For many long days and nights, I prayed asking the Lord for his guidance. And I'm thankful for the five beautiful children that we brought into this world and remain committed to raising them in a loving and safe environment. I ask that you respect our privacy and the privacy of our five children during this time. Really, bro? He's a piece of shit. First of all, yo, my man, you at least have to wait for them to take the stitches out. Yo, <laughs> you have to wait for them to take out the stitches and then file for divorce. You, you know, I, listen, proper procedure. The convers- I can only imagine the conversation he had with the doctor when the doctor came out of the surgery and said, "Listen, it was a success." This going to be a long road. And he asked, he asked the doctor straight, listen, straight up, is she going to be fucked up? Is she going to, is she going to be dribbling for the rest of her life? Like, <laughs> let me know. Cause I'm out. I can't do it. Can't do it, doc. I can't I, do it. I think he hates her. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind he around does not, this. He does not like this. He, do, he doesn't just not love her. He does not. He hates her. Yeah. Why would he do that? He's like, like even if you, even if it's not working at home, when yeah. your wife kind of goes, you got to go. All right, okay, all right, I'll chalk. I'll, I'll give her three months. Yeah, right? yeah, six months. Yeah, that's the part. I, that I, I'll, get, I'll give her. I'll give her a year. Whatever the disease, whatever the situation is, you got to give her. You got to give her some recovery time. Even if, even right. if you're not there emotionally attached in that sense, as well, a human I, fucking I, being, you know. Like, I bet his on. argument would be he's obviously capable of paying for the best medical care that she, she going to be, all right. ever want. Yeah. <laughs> she going to be, all right. I got the best doctors on a human level. That is rough. She can't even sign a divorce papers. No, she you're might right. Not be able to sign her name. She's, right. She might be dribbling apple juice out of her mouth. But you, you know what? He, bastard. What like the season's about to start, right? So he's about to be on the road. So he didn't even have to be next to her. Right. He could have been on the road. He could have stayed at a hotel right. and just kept it quiet. But he's like, nope, I want this official. I'm divorcing you. Yeah. Red, red. The other Tell piece me, that I have the number red. It's like that. <laughs> red. The other piece that throws me off Archie. is that he mentions opening day right and then just refers yeah, to her surgery as some other, other family events <laughs> the, yeah this other shit she this got is this an attorney two, got this two more things popping off yeah he hates her but who fucking but my thing is after the attorney read that yeah he didn't turn to whoever wrote that or him and said you really want to go with this or oh, you want me to say this you want me to say this yeah he's like yeah really? I hate her yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, every word. Is she, this, is yo, she, this, yo, did she fuck his father or something? Like, hold clearly. on, had to be both nigga. parents. Yo, did she fuck nigga. both parents. <laughs> <laughs> it was a threesome. It was a threesome with mom and dad. 
came home and mom mom was fucking Did going get down this and, type of treatment yeah you gotta do some duggery for this yeah, yeah he, he's a he's a listen i don't know what's going on man but that's some scumbag shit that's, so that's some scumbag shit I, I don't even know what, what what would you tell her in this in this instance. Just get yo, he, yo, hold up, hold up. He pulled, he literally pulled a fucking flash. It's lonely at the top. That nigga <laughs> literally pulled that. He pulled a lonely at the top at the podium on her ass. Like it's you know, it's with sad regret. This is my final album, but <laughs> I'm really sorry she's going through that surgery. But we're getting a divorce on Monday, right. so you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish them well. I hope they get the peace that they both deserve. But I, when I saw this story, I was like, "Oh, I've got to read this. This is crazy." This yeah, is that, that 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 guy, and and it's then he, you know no what? Christian. And he had a nerve no to say he was a Christian. Yeah, how about that? That's the fuck. That was the fucking uh, proverbial uh, icing on the icing yes, on the cake. That, right that was the cherry on top. The of cherry it. on the top, exactly. Yeah. That's some fucking crazy shit, man. Like, but I'm that's some heartless shit. That's, oh, that's really? a, I think it's a that's it has nothing to do with Christ, but that is some Christian no. shit. No, but it has nothing to do with Christ. I, I don't think. <laughs> You right, Rick. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker hate her. <laughs> he, he oh, sir. you died. He probably whispered that shit in her head. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the only reason he didn't file before the surgery is because he he thought she was gonna die. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> He's like, yeah, I can't do it before the surgery, but after. Yeah. 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 That's after. Well, she still got bandages. Her, her head is nigga, still swollen. She's still feeling the painkiller they gave right. her for the operation. Right. He said, What? <laughs> he said, What? <laughs> what are you talking about her coming out the. Okay. Okay. What happened? I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm I hate so you. Right I'm so woozy. Wow. Oh, maybe maybe he had to wait until she was weakened. Maybe she's some sort of <laughs> mythical beast that he had to wait. They weakened her with sedatives. <laughs> now is the time to do strike. it now. <laughs> do it now. Do it now. Put the stake through her chest. <laughs> Serve her. <laughs> Serve her the papers. I mean. Yo, he got a the person that served at the papers is a fucking uh, what's that? What's the mystical beings with the, <laughs> that a, ha, a sentinel, a centaur, half <laughs> half fucking yeah, half I man. Half, said candy stripe served at the paper. A Who? what? Candy stripe. Oh, the, the, oh. see where that comes from. <laughs> uh, uh, you've been served. <laughs> Would you want some more ice chips? <laughs> <laughs> you want some more ice chips with that? <laughs> Fucked up, right? <laughs> here's, your pa- here's your papers, ma'am. And you want some more ice chips? <laughs> you want some slices of lemon in that water? Yeah. Oh, oh man. I was going to say it's the anesthesiologist. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just whispered in her ear slow. Yeah. Yo, it's been once or divorce. <laughs> Count back to three. Three, two, one. Yo, it's been once or divorce. <laughs> you didn't surf. <laughs> oh, just laid on her chest. 
Oh, that's fucking horrible. He puts the papers on a chest and then taps them shits. You know, he taps them, you like, you know, like, hold this. Here, this is for you. All right. You, you hold that. All right. Here you go. It's for you, babe. Here you go, babe. Here you go, babe. Here you go, babe. Fucking tucked it in a bra strap. Here you go. Come <laughs> when you wake up. All right, eh? Queen? Here you go. <laughs> if you wake up, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, this is fucked up. I'm not sure. Uh, this is fucked up. And um, I don't know what happened with uh, Pujols' uh, wife's surgery, but he's hitting home run after home run right now. He's got a fucking hitting streak. <laughs> this guy hit four home runs last night while his wife was getting surgery. I don't know if it's a divorce or what, but, you know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Holy cow. One more home run. He breaks the record. He had seven home runs in this one is, game. In one- this is Phil Rizzuto. Mm, number Phil. Uh, what do you have it, ladies and gentlemen? That is the yeah. latest installment of What's the Scenario? My God. Oh. Yeah. Um, Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's, so what's, so what's the scenario? Thank you for joining us for another episode of Decoding 40. We enjoyed sharing this, this time with you, uh, this information with you, these laughs with you. And um, we look forward to seeing you again next Friday because uh, we do release a new episode every Friday, as you know. Your favorite podcast and mine. And mine. And so what did you learn today, fellas? You got to either wait for the body is cold or you got to do it before. I don't know, man, but you don't divorce your wife after brain surgery. I think that's a little... Not immediately after. Not immediately. She got. Yeah. You got to give her three months. She's got to be able to lift a spoon and eat on her own. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, Lucy, what's the cutoff? She's out. Stitches out. She's got to be able to eat. Yeah, really. Right. What was the cutoff? Three months. Yeah. I think stitches out once she's stitches, stitches out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at you. You got your stitches out. Here your papers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at but you. I Look- can't hold them yet. Look at you. you ready for these papers? <laughs> you got oh you hold on. you finally got the eye patch removed, so you're gonna be able to see these papers I'm giving you. <laughs> Read them and weep, honey. <laughs> oh shit, we joke, but I, we could be in the uh, the opposite of that. You be fucked up after a stroke, and, and you be like, "Red, did you have the number?" Yeah, Man, you might be like fucking the fucking your physical therapist. Right, and you in a wheelchair. Like, uh, Where the fuck y'all going again? Y'all just gonna leave me here, right? Right, gonna Stop leave it. me in a wheelchair. Stop doing that. Stop and doing it. It'll that. be uh, for sickness uh, or health. It'll be a joke. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What'd you learn today, Al? I learned that uh, you better get your stuff in order and uh, make sure that everybody who needs to know knows. And as as men of a certain age, it's it's very important that. Not only get our affairs in order, but we help our families get their their shit in order as well. Absolutely, no um, doubt. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you guys again for joining us for another episode of Decoding Forty. We're here uh, every Friday, and if you can do us a favor, tell a friend about what you've heard here. You've enjoyed it, and you know five at least five people who would enjoy what you've heard here, because if you love it, they're gonna love it. 
And I will say this, we're going to continue to ask because I noticed that the numbers have been going up. So please continue sharing this show. Yeah. Yeah. Share, share it and, and comment, you know, if you like the new intro comment. Yeah. But don't share with your supervisor because you can get written up. So just your coworkers. This is the new motherfucking outro. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.